0: Batting for the New York Yankees,
1: the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 92 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by NYYSportstalk.com. I am your host Christian. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, the Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah, I mean we're only a few days away from Christmas, and you and aren't. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Really? Yeah. All right. You wanna know why? Nope. And
2: Stack Guy Rye. Yo. What's you wanna up? know why? What up? Cause you're here, bro.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You're a that. mean one, Mr. Chris. Mr. Chris. Even though I did such a nice thing for your wife today, and she was, she was very mean you got about got her it. munchkins. She doesn't even like munchkins. You know who's going to eat all those? The kids. Jack.
2: You.
3: Me? Sh- oh, definitely eating a lot of them. You know you should really send some munchkins to? That guy Rye To munch. <laughs> you should have. Come on,
2: bro. You should have <laughs> sent munchkins
3: to
1: munch. Yeah, but do they have Dunkin' Donuts in Cleveland? I, I don't know. Munchkins. Are
2: we going to take a trip to Cleveland this year? Uh, we'll see what happens. I think we really should if we if we can find the time.
1: We'll see and what happens.
2: Maybe hop on in in studio with Munch. That would be interesting. Ooh, I don't think
1: he likes you though.
2: He loves me.
1: I... Well, I've tried. There's been times when I've been busy. Like I was at a wedding and he wanted, and uh, the Yankees were playing the Indians on Saturday night, and uh, he wanted me to do the um, the Indians pregame, and I was like, well, Chris isn't doing anything right now, and he's like, no, I'll just catch you next time. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: That's messed up. No, it's because you do a really good job on the show, and he doesn't want to talk to anyone else when it comes to the Yankees. No, it must be Christmas because he's saying positive things about me.
1: Just trying to warm you up because I'm going to need a favor in a couple days. So. I'm sure you are. You've always, you always need favors from me, but I can never ask you for a favor. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll have Ken David off of the uh, New York Post on in a little bit, talk uh, talk some Yankees, what their moves have been and may continue to be as the offseason continues to progress um so the manny machado tour uh stopped in philadelphia today we're recording thursday night um he met with chicago, chicago. right on monday then he was with the yankees yesterday and the phillies today uh, Somebody said he took he was taking six meetings. He narrowed it he finally said there's no mystery teams. I'm just doing the White Sox, Yanks and Phil's. So now that he's met with everybody, you know, it's time to make a decision. Where sure. do you want to play? Hey. Everyone's everyone's expecting the
2: Phillies to come in the highest. They made it known they're gonna spend stupid money this offseason. If that number is that ridiculous could we know where Manny Machado is by tomorrow? I mean, could that be a possibility? Maybe. I think
1: so. I absolutely think so. Well, you know, the Phillies already snaked one player from the Yankees, and, you know, maybe they'll snake another. I'd actually be dead on if they do, because I said last week that the Phillies scare me with him. They, You know, they, they did the unthinkable. They, sh- they have signed a beloved Yankee. I reported it. it weeks ago. Weeks ago. I'm trying to bait you into this, <laughs> Shane
2: Robinson. Shane Robinson is going to the Phillies. <laughs> Shane Robinson met with the Phillies for four
3: hours today, or that was.
1: So it, it was... took the Phillies GM four hours to find him on Wikipedia and be like, "Oh, <laughs> that guy. This. Yeah. Guy, how many games
2: did he play for the
3: Yankees?
1: Wait last a minute. Year? Wait a minute. They had Aaron Judge and this guy played. <laughs> Wait. Oh, we gotta sign him. No. What I was saying was I reported it weeks ago.
2: That the Phillies were going to sign Manny Machado. Oh, you reported it. I reported it weeks ago. I said it first. Okay. Okay. All right. You said it first. I said it first. Actually, I want to just bring something up real quick because I want to give you a little more credit. Okay. I was listening back to some older episodes of ours from a couple months ago. I I have to pull it up for you at some point. Out of your mouth, Christian, you said, imagine if Brian Cashman had a burner account and he saw all these tweets from all these fans and everything and i'm sitting there going he probably does now if that report was true that he has a uh, that he has a burner
1: no he confirmed it cashman says that he does have a burner are we sure he confirmed that? Yes, that came out of his mouth. That he said he has a burner account. He doesn't uh, ever tweet. He just follows people in. So baseball. maybe you have a little inside information then. Yeah, I maybe mean, you knew this. I broke that story. I reported it. You first. reported that weeks ago. Months. Months. So from what I'm hearing, uh, it seems like the White Sox are third, and then it's going to come down to money or where he wants to play. If he wants to be a Yankee, he's not going to get as much money as he's going to get from the Phillies. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you.
2: I think that the Yankees are going to give him more than we think they are. I think they're going to offer him more than we think. Even if that means they have to come up and either match the Phillies or come come a little closer to what the Phillies
1: offer, I'm telling you right now, the Yankees are going to do it. If the Yankees, I mean, if the Phillies are going to, Give him a stupid contract. The Yankees are not matching it. I actually
2: think, even though I was just saying that the Phillies are going to spend stupid money, that's what they said, whatever. I think the White Sox, to, to your point last week, could be the highest bidders, but they'd have to really be astronomically higher than both Five, the Phillies. Five,
1: $500 million. Because
2: he does not want to play in Chicago. No, they have to be astronomically higher for him to. To take that deal
1: because you got to think about it. You're 26 years old. You're entering like the real prime of your career. You have a chance to go to a team that won 100 games last year and is one of the three best teams in Major League Baseball, or you can go to the Phillies, who you know they kind of faded a little bit down the stretch, but they have a really good young, solid team there, bright future, yeah. Or you can go to the White Sox, who I think have it has a bright future
2: also. However, signing Manny Machado ruins that for me. So, I personally think signing Manny Machado kills their future. I don't know if it kills it. I I don't know how you can say that signing Manny Machado kills your future. Because I don't think that's the – with the way the White Sox are building themselves right now, to blow an astronomical amount like they're going to have to do to get him – you're killing... You're really handcuffing yourself at that point when you really need to go out and get some pitchers. They have
1: pitchers. Their rotation is pretty set going forward. These guys are all young, under team control. They just didn't have good years last year. But what I'm saying is when you start to progress
2: down the road and a a few years from now when the White Sox are being taken seriously, you're going to need to go out there and sign a couple big names. You just said it yourself. A few years from now, the Yankees and Phillies are being taken seriously today. Right. So what I'm saying is... Signing Manny Machado does that make you feel confident that today the White Sox can win the World Series?
1: If the White Sox signed Manny Machado, I would think that they would finish in fourth place this year, right? Instead of fifth. That is my exact is there point. Five teams in the NL Central. Mm-hmm. You know, can, can I pick a bone with you here? Mm-hmm. Seriously, I'm, I got a problem with, me? with you. With you, yeah, yeah. You came on this show when we brought you into the fold here. What was the name we gave you? What was your name? What is your name? What do I introduce you as? That it's that guy. Once Ryan. we gave
2: him the name, that was
1: it. That's all what he needed. What stats? Uh, what stats do you bring to the table? That's you you a, don't even have your he, phone out. All you needed was the name. You have a uh, title now, you do impersonations. Every time I see a tweet about impersonation the Impersonation oh, guy, Ryan. Oh, yeah. That, that guy, Ryan. Ryan's funny. We love Ryan. Yeah, so that's, much. That's, right. every, that's every you, rating and gold. review he gets. I was reports. But in the, initial, the initial start yeah. of NYY Sports People Talk, changed. we stuck you in the corner <laughs> to look changed. up stats. People change. Well. Now we gave you a seat at the table, and you feel like you don't have to do your job
2: anymore. <laughs> It's, it's
3: the it's off season. It's going to be
1: back to the kids' table
2: for you. Fine, put me back at the kids' table. I, they have better food over there. Ooh, <laughs> chicken fingers and fries. Wow. Yeah. Can I ask you guys a question? Certainly. If you're the New York Yankees, what deal are you putting on the table? Eight for 280. That's my exact deal, also, but I have a little twist. My Roy? Actually, what well I said not, was I eight, for,
1: eight for 275, but it doesn't work out even. 35
2: million, you want to give them a year. Yeah. That's exactly why I went there. Tell me if you think this makes it a little sexier for Manny Machado, player player option after four years. Oh, there's no doubt there's going to be a opt out because think of it this way: built into this contract, Manny's biggest biggest reason for not wanting to go for wanting a 10 year contract is going to be obviously to extend the years through his prime because when that contract's over he's 36 that's going to be it but if you want to give him eight the only way you make that attractive enough is a paying him about 35 million a year but B giving him an opt out, uh, giving him an option there when he's about thirty years old. Where if he's still performing, he can still if he's performing very well up to that point at thirty years old, he can still get a big time six year deal deal somewhere else. That's
1: why I don't think it was so crazy what Michael K said a few weeks ago. Put the five, five and two hundred million dollars in front of him. You pay him for his yeah. prime years. You give him that forty million dollars a year. You overpay for it, but then you don't have to worry about the back end of the contract. But the the only
2: the only problem with that is that if he decides, at, at with my deal, he has the option to get out of it at the age of thirty when he's still young. So give him an opt out after three and, years and and evaluating himself of if he was still performing. The problem with the five years is that that's it for him. So at if 31, he's not one, pre- he can still at thirty one he contract. would still get a decent contract. But if he's not the Manny Machado that. Got this that deal at the time. He's not going to get many years after that, and it's not going to be that much money. Do you think the whole they they really haven't brought this up this offseason?
3: The, the whole Manny Machado wants to play shortstop. Is that going to play a part? In, I think in that's out the window, to? to be honest. Or is it just I'm going to take whoever gives me the most money. I'll play. I'll play left field. You know, Alex
1: right. Rodriguez wanted to be a shortstop too, and how would that
2: work when he got? I the think Yankees? that's out the out the window at this point, but. Funny enough, because Machado gets such a bad rap for, you know, how he acts on the field and he's dirty this and he's a scumbag and so on and so forth. I actually think Manny Machado is one player right now that would take less money to be on a team that he truly wants to play for. And I think that's why the Yankees have a little bit of an edge, but they can't get blown out of the water. There's going to be a cutoff where Manny says, all right, I'm just an idiot if I don't take that contract just to play for the Yankees. The Yankees Yankees.
1: offer him eight for uh, 280, like we're saying, and uh, the Phillies offer him 10 at 370. I don't,
2: I think, I honestly, I still think he would take the Yankees at that
1: point. Yeah, but you're saying that there's going to come a point where the money's going to be so, there's going to be such a gap in between the Mm -hmm. money where he'd be an idiot for not taking it and, you know, $90 million is is that type of gap. I think we'll know the answer to that when he signs
3: because there's in my my opinion there's no way the Yankees end up offering him the most money out
2: of these three teams no I think they're going to offer him the, the least, the least. Yeah, but they I, have I to, so. be yeah, to be competitive and if they're competitive with it then I think that and I think Manny's the At the point in this whole thing right now and his agents and whatever, where whatever contract they get, they're going to they're going to try and get the Yankees to at least come closer, match it. So it's not going to be one of those things where the Phillies or the White Sox steal him. Mm -hmm. I think the Yankees are still going to get the opportunity. And if the Yankees don't end up signing him, it was simply that Cashman just didn't want to didn't want him that bad. Yeah, like Patrick Corbin. Patrick Corbin was stolen, you're saying.
3: No, I'm saying that was a guy the Yankees just didn't want that right, bad because exactly. he was offered a ridiculous contract and they weren't willing to match it, which I'm, I could see that happening with Machado.
1: I'm completely indifferent to them signing him because on one end, it's like, yeah, you know that they're a better team with Manny Machado. He's one of the, where do you want to put him? Five, seven, ten best players in baseball? Yeah. I personally, I as
2: far as position, we're just talking strictly position players. Yeah. I put him top three. So he's a top three player in the game, yeah. But just because of and hold on, as a third baseman, top three. Oh, yeah, as a shortstop, as right. a shortstop, he's just about mm-hmm. top 10. But as a third baseman, because of how great he is at third, I put him as a top three player in baseball. I
1: never get over that play. So I made a Yankee Stadium, he's practically in the stands, it was playing third real. base, and he throws a guy out by like four feet. And, I think, and I think it was Ronald, Ronald Torres. Yeah, no, I think it wasn't he, Ronald Torres. It uh, was back in. Well, he made he made a it was, great play on Torres.
2: Sure, he did. It was a guy who had some speed too. Like you were kind of shocked he made it, but uh, you know, right to, to something that you just said. Where Manny's going to get a ridiculous contract? I don't really think there's a ridiculous contract out there for him, unless you're telling me Years. a team's going to offer him ten for uh, four fifty or five hundred. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone's going to be within the thirty-five to thirty-eight million dollar range. No, I think so too. That's I still just think, it's still
1: ridiculous. You dropped not ridiculous three eighty. Yeah, That's but that is. Yeah, but because of That's his of
2: age, keesh. because of his age, it's really not that bad. If we're talking about a guy who we just said is a top three, top five. Mm-hmm paying a the guy thirty eight million dollars a year to play baseball. That's ridiculous. Well, in the grand scheme of things, it's all ridiculous, right?
3: Yeah, the whole every every aspect. But, of
2: but it. given reality of what these guys get paid, it's really not that ridiculous. I think that if Manny's going to be greedy, then he's not going to be a New York Yankee. If he's willing to work with the Yankees a little bit because of how bad he wants to be here, he'll be he'll be in pinstripes next year.
1: But going back to what I said about being indifferent towards them signing Machado. Yeah, obviously he's a he's a upgrade. He makes the team better, but at the same time, he's not an area. This is not an area of need for the Yankees. Like, you know, you argue with people on Twitter. How could you not need Manny Machado? Because you don't. You don't. I don't care how great he is. When you have Miguel Andujar and Didi Gregorius playing the two positions that Manny Machado plays, you don't need him. He's a luxury for the Yankees. I just
2: feel like they're at a point now where they want to add another big bat. And I thought that big bat was going to be a lefty in Bryce Harper, but clearly they're on a different path here. And I I think the the Yankees have their eyes set on this guy. But do they need to add a bat to this lineup? It's not necessarily a need. It's more of he's there. He's there, and they have the money to spend right
1: now. Why are you not going to be competitive when Manny Machado's on the market? I'm not saying that they shouldn't be competitive towards trying to sign him. What I'm trying to say is that this is not a need for the Yankees. Where I'm going to come away and say, "Damn, they they needed Manny Machado to become a World Series team." Uh, this no, year. absolutely
3: not. Long term wise, they're set up, but short term wise, sure, it is a need. I, they don't have a shortstop right now.
1: All right, so I'm,
3: but long term, you're absolutely
1: right. So why don't you go out there and sign somebody? Like you know, you can get Neil Walker, you can get a Danny Echeverria, you can get. Uh, and Glacius. Or we just saw that Daniel Murphy signed with, is going to sign with the Rockies. But these guys are out there that can plug holes, even though I don't want Murphy. Uh, I'm glad that he's not going to be on the table for the Yankees, but I'm just saying there's guys that can plug this hole for a couple months where you don't need to spend $35 million a year on a, on a guy that you don't really need because then think about it. It's going to create a domino effect. You're Honestly, gonna, he's going to come back. You know, Didi's gonna come back, and what are you gonna do with Miguel Andujar? Because your best—if you have Machado on this team, your best team now becomes Machado at third base mm-hmm. and D.D. at shortstop. It's you exactly can't, because you can't—you can't play D.D. anywhere else. He's not gonna be Didi's not gonna become a third baseman. You wanna know what I would like? I want them to give Andujar
3: another year, see if he's any uh, showing any improvement defensively. If not, you trade him for a pitcher in the offseason, or you go out and sign a Bumgarner, and you sign Nolan Arenado next year.
1: I, okay, I I don't have you a give Andujar another year.
3: See if his defense improves. If not, Nolan Arenado, twenty twenty.
1: I
2: I just think it all comes back to what I just said. He, he's on the table. He's available, and you're not going to sit here and tell me that the New York Yankees are not going to try and get a guy like Manny Machado. They're just not. But in, in the interview which which you'll be hearing shortly with Ken, I brought up the fact that. What kind of what you just said, Christian, in my head, whether it be this year, next year, some, the Yankees have to feel that they don't see a future with Anduhar because if they're truly serious about extending Didi and you're going to pay all this money to Machado, where does Anduhar fit?
1: Where? Uh Ken brought it up. And like you said, we're going to play the interview in a few minutes that he could possibly switch to first base. I, personally, I don't see it. I don't see how Miguel Andujar is going to become a first baseman. I don't either. And here's something that
2: everyone just doesn't even think about when talking about all that. What if Luke Voigt is a superstar? What if what? Greg Bird finally breaks it together? Right. What? Yeah. So what? They're going to become superstars? Now you're like, oh boy. Now what are we going to do with Andujar?
1: And you know... Uh you know, you listen to Sports Talk Radio and people are like, well, you play with Machado and Andujar until Didi gets back and then you trade Andujar. You don't want to make a trade like that in season. You don't want to disrupt the chemistry of your team in the middle of the season trading a key piece like Miguel Andujar off your team. That's a type of trade that has to happen in the offseason. I agree with you, but I still see
2: that happening if the right player come, becomes available. The right
1: player is not going to become available in the middle of the season, because tell me the ace-level pitcher that's going to become available to the Yankees in the middle of the season. Madison Bumgarner. Yes. And you're Bum-Garner. not trading Miguel Andujar for two months of Madison Bumgarner. You might. You're not going Madison. to. You might, man. Bumgarner. You might. You know what? Brian Cashman should lose his job if he makes that trade. I disagree. It's absolutely ridiculous What if trade. they win the World Series? I'll be happy. He should still lose his job over it, because mm. that's just a dumb trade. It's not. You don't trade because think about it. If now, if he's hitting to the level he was hitting last year, now you got a year and a half of this guy being a legitimate major league hitter and you're going to trade him for a rental. I said it a hundred times on this show in the past. You don't trade legit players for rentals. You trade your prospects for rentals. Yeah, so if you could get Kluber straight up in the middle of the season, that's a little bit different. For Miguel Andujar, I'm still going to have control over Corey Kluber. I'm still going to have control over Trevor Bauer. Or if, you know, some crazy thing happens and Noah Syndergaard becomes available. You can't trade a legitimate established major leaguer for a rental. You can't do it. That,
3: what if he's hitting 250 at the...
1: You're probably not getting Then you're probably not getting
3: Bumgarner for hmm. him.
2: For a rental, though. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you really... You know what? If Andujar's having a bad year, the Giants will still take something for him. If... if if you're talking the Giants are being offered a bunch of prospects that they don't know from other teams, that they don't know what they're capable of at the major league level, or a Miguel Andujar who has proven how good he could be and he's just not having as good of a season, you're taking Miguel
1: Andujar. And who says the Giants even want Miguel Andujar? They have a third baseman. The hell are they going to do with Evan Longoria? Oh, you know, they'll just uh, make Miguel Andujar first
2: baseman or, or you know... Longoria, first baseman, or throw him in the outfield, or maybe he'll catch. He you know? could sell, you peanuts. He'll sell peanuts. Maybe he'll sell peanuts. Maybe he'll be, ball he be, he he be the guy that retrieves the balls
1: out of Covey Cove. That's a very valuable position. He could be the rowboat guy. He's a ball boy. Ball boy. The guy that rows the boat out there. Water ball boy. All right. I don't know how true this is. I was driving today, was scrolling on Twitter when I was stuck in traffic, which. I hate. I love Christmas, but I hate the days leading up to it because traffic is just friggin' It's so it's a, miserable. It's atrocious. Atrocious. It should take me 10 minutes to get here. How long did it take me to get here today? 25. half hour? Terrible. Terrible, Charles. Anyway, this is what I was saying here, is that I... Again, I don't know how true it is. I don't know where it came from that Cashman said or has put out there that he wants to know by Monday where Manny Machado's going. A, do you think Cashman would put an ultimatum on Machado like that? I don't. And B, now that he's met with these three teams, where is Manny Machado going? Final say on where Manny Machado is playing baseball in 2019. What do you say, Christopher? Um, my heart wants to say the Yankees.
2: I really want him here. But I've had this feeling for the last few days that the Phillies are going to get him and, and he's going to he's going to end up out there instead of in the Bronx this year. I could be wrong. I don't I don't know how badly this guy wants to be in pinstripes. I mean, we've heard it, we know it, but at the end of the day, we know money speaks louder than anything else, and we said it earlier, the Yankees are going to get outbid I think by both of those teams. I think the Yankees, like I said, will come up and try and be more competitive with whatever the Phillies offer, but I don't know, man. It's like, it's like asking me if I want to go do something, but I'm going to get less money. And then all of a sudden I actually see the money in front of me. I'm, I don't know if, if I'm taking that money when once it's offered to me over where I truly want to be. Yeah. I, I think he'll
3: end up with the Phillies. It just, it comes down to not just the money, but what position does he really want to play long-term because the Phillies, out of those three teams, they're the only team right now that is locked up at shortstop for the next five years. I, I Segura is not a free agent, I don't think, until twenty twenty three. So if he yeah. really wants to play shortstop, it's open for the Yankees right now because Didi's not signed long term, and it's open for the White Sox because who'd you say they have playing well, short Tim Anderson? Anderson. I mean, and yeah, he's but not he, Manny Machado. Yeah, but he's not a
2: you know. No, bagu- he's not a bum, but no, he's not they a like solidified him. They future. Like Anderson. Before you say who you think he's gonna end up with, to your point before, I'm not gonna sit here and say that the Yankees can't win a World Series without Machado, but can you at least agree that if he if we see the tweet or whatever it's starting to be reported that Manny Machado is signing with either the Phillies or the White Sox, that you're not gonna feel extremely deflated?
1: No. Really? Not deflated. I'm, just gonna feel, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mean, feel I'm gonna feel let down a I'm little gonna, bit. I'm indifferent towards it. It doesn't make I mean, yeah, it'd be great to have Manny Machado, but I'm not I don't have my hot, my hopes set on this. It's I not know. like a guy that you know, like if in two thousand nine, like I wanted Mark Teixeira to be a Yankee. I wanted that. Like I Jambi was gone. We needed a first baseman. If he would have signed with the Angels or the where was he? Orioles or wherever the hell else he was mm-hmm. trying to go? I would have been upset over that. This is not that to me because we didn't have a first baseman two going into 2009. And to share, I was a big fan of Mark share from when he came up with the Texas Rangers. Um, you know, Machado's Machado. But He's great, but we have you, a shortstop. Don't we have you feel a feel though, basement? like
2: during these times where there's all this built-up excitement. Even if we don't necessarily need the guy, it's still a letdown emotionally. Like in our heads, we're getting excited. That M- Manny Machado could be a Yankee in a couple weeks. Or you're a few getting days. excited
1: that he could be a Yankee. Oh, you're not
2: going to be excited if I Manny Machado's a w- New York Yankee.
1: I just said that I would, I'm not going to be upset if he signs here. Right? You talk to some people on Twitter where uh, it'd be like the worst thing ever. Like uh, the holy wars are going to start over again if Manny Machado becomes a Yankee. You want a fun fact on that Mark Teixeira trade?
3: I do. He was traded for a first round pick to the Angels. We traded to the Angels a first rounder. Who did the Angels then sign with that first round pick?
1: Say that again.
3: Yankees gave away a first Mike round pick to the Angels. Mike Trout in that.
1: No, they didn't get. they didn't well, trade it No, was, it, was it was a was complimentary yeah, a compen- a compensation. compensation That's yeah. all
3: right, but they still gave it to him. Wow. Mike Trout. Major League Baseball gave it to him. All right, but it was something that <laughs> the Yankees were involved with.
1: Okay, so when Nick Swisher signed with the Indians, the pick that came back for the Yankees for losing Swisher Na-ma-na-na-na.
3: became Aaron right.
2: Judge. That's your fun fact. It's a very fun fact. Huh, it was all right.
1: I thought both were equally as fun, and I'm very happy that I heard both. Are you? I am. You know what the fans might be happy hearing? What? It's an interview with Ken Davidoff. I'd be, I'd be happy and excited to hear it. All right, so... Interview with Ken Davidoff
2: brought to you by Dixies.com. Get off the bench and into the game. Dixies.com is your one stop shop for sports betting advice. Whether your sport of choice is the NFL, NBA, NHL, or NCAA, Dixies.com has you covered daily, weekly, or monthly picks on every sport. 65% winners day in and day out. If you go to Dixies.com right now and enter promo code MIYST, it's no longer 10%. It is 50% off right now. Wow. You will get a card that will give you suggestions
1: on the weekend bets coming up. Do they have a card for where Machado will sign? Um probably not. And I never gave my pick. I think he will wind up with the Yankees. Wow. I really do. But uh what odds are you giving it? I'm going to give it 2 to 1. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm gonna put. It, I'm gonna say 51.49, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna put it just at. I like that smidge. That.
2: I like that. Digsies.com is the place to go when you are ready to win again. Use promo code MYYST for 50 percent off through this next week. That's D I G S I E S D-I-G-S-I-E-S.com presenting.
1: This interview with Ken David off of the New York Post. And here, the last thing we'll say about Digsies, we all know you're all broke from Christmas shopping. Get yourself a betting card. It's like fifteen. And make bucks. some money. It's fifteen bucks. I've won a crazy amount using them.
2: And the best part of Digsies also, real quick, is that if you purchase a losing card, you get a free card after that you go back and you get risk, a free card risk you, free right risk there free. boom okay boom. best 15 bucks you'll ever spend here's our interview with Ken David of the New York Post
1: All right, Chris and Christian of the NYY Sports Talk Podcast on with Ken Davidoff of the uh, New York Post. You can find Ken on Twitter, at Ken Davidoff. Ken, how you doing this evening?
0: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
1: All right, not too bad. Can't complain. Um, so, in Yankeeland, the big story is revolving around Manny Machado right now. Yesterday, uh, he met with the Yankees for about 90 minutes, and then they had dinner later in the evening. Um, for somebody that... Covers the team so closely, uh, we wanted to get your take on the whole, you know, the whole Machado recruiting process. Uh, a lot of fans speculate what goes on in these meetings when a player uh, goes on one of these uh, free agent tours. What, what, what would you say actually happened when Cashman and the Yankee brass sat down with Manny Machado yesterday?
0: I, I don't know what actually happened. <laughs> I, mean, I, I suspect that, that it was pretty uh, boilerplate. You know that they, they kind of show him Yankee Stadium, show him the clubhouse, uh, show him all the facilities they have. Probably introduce him to the analytics staff, uh, medical staff, uh, the uh, uh, the brain, you know, the brain stuff, so psychology, all the resources the Yankees offer. Uh, but I, I, I can't tell you 100 uh, that that's all went down. That, that's a common sense assumption. All
1: right. Well, <clears throat> if you had to uh, put a a percentage on him what percent would you say that Manny Machado actually winds up a Yankee when uh, this is all said and done
0: yeah that's a great question uh I will say uh 47 percent 47 I like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh Ken you
2: wrote an article recently kind of comparing Machado and Harper and you know I don't think you really agreed with either of them, but if you were going to say one of them worked, it was Harper, and that's something we've kind of been talking about here, just because they're so left-handed desperate, especially with Deedee being out this year. Um, any word or any, any speculation as to Deedee's future here with the New York Yankees after 2019?
0: Well, Brian Cashman is on the record saying that he, he wants to retain Deedee Gregorius long-term. Uh, that, uh, you know, really one of Gashman's best, if not his best overall trade as Yankees general manager was, was getting Dede from the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks after the 2014 season. He's been a, a huge success. Uh, the best kind of star, really, the guy who, who enters the Yankee as as not a star, right, and becomes one uh, in the Yankee strikes in the Yankee stadium. And uh, that he's still a relatively young player kind of guy the Yankees should want to retain. Uh, I, I, my, my hunch is that he will remain the Yankee uh, for the long term. They'll, they'll figure out some common ground. The, the injury obviously throws a monkey wrench into the timing. I, I think they'd have to wait to make sure he's okay, and I'm sure he want to make sure he's okay for his own uh, leverage. But I, I do think he'll be a Yankee long term.
2: Ken, it's so difficult for me, and I'm just kind of sitting back and looking at everything from a distance here. It's so difficult for me to look at the big picture here and see a fit for Miguel Andujar anymore if they're going to bring Machado on. I mean, if they're going to bring him on and they're serious about extending Didi here, in, in my head, I just have, in, in my gut, I have this feeling that Miguel Andujar doesn't have a long term future with the New York Yankees. Do you, do you have that same type of feel? I wouldn't call it a
0: feeling as much as just there's only so many space spots on the field, right? I mean, when Bill Andohar has played only third base of his career, I actually, I watched him play first base for a couple of innings in a uh, interest squad game uh, this past spring. Uh, but uh, I guess possibly he could convert to first base. Uh, but I, that's hard to see him playing anywhere else on the field. VH is already pretty occupied with Carlos Stanton, who's not going anywhere. So yeah, based on Manny Machado, Common sense says that Miguel Anahar becomes a, a trade piece.
1: Speaking of uh, trade pieces of people that the Yankees might be looking to move, uh, Brian Cashman was very adamant that he was trying to uh, move Sonny Gray in the off season. I think a lot of us expected that it would have happened already. Um, is Sonny Gray actually going to get traded? Can Brian Cashman actually bring this guy back? And you know, can Sonny really show
0: up in Tampa in February? No, he no, he can't. You're right. <laughs> he, he can't show up, and and uh, Cashman can't uh, retreat on this. But look, there's plenty of time. It's December twentieth. Uh, I think pitchers and catchers report to Yankee State. Uh, the Yankee State. This time, runner field in Tampa, right around Valentine's Day. So that's still almost two months. And uh, I mean, Cashman has been asserting that he can get value back uh, for Sonny Gray. My best bet is that it just didn't in uh, minor leaguers, you know, just a uh, prospect that I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be wowed by the Yankees return on Sonny Gray, but I do think it'll be more than a salary dump.
1: Uh, a lot of fans have uh, this certain feeling about the additions that uh, Cashman made to the rotation with Paxton, bringing back Hap, even bringing back CC. And the thing, a lot of things that we hear is that the fans keep saying it's not enough. Do you feel, based on especially what was available? <laughs> I guess I already know your answer based on that. <laughs> Do you feel, based on what was available to Cashman, that he did enough to improve the Yankees' rotation and make them a stronger team in 2019?
0: Uh, yeah, that's, I, I hear you on those complaints, and that's a, a very valid question. It's, it's, I wrote a column on this last week when, when it, they finalized uh, the deal with Hatt. Uh If you had told me back on November 1st they're going to get James Paxton and Jay Hat, I would say, oh, that, that's pretty good, yeah. I think what happened is they got Paxton first, and then you had the, the, the idea that they're going get Paxton and uh, Patrick Corbin. Wow, then you're getting two guys uh, with ace-like stuff. That's a clear upgrade. So now what they got is Paxton and Happ, which is not as good. Bottom line is, uh, yeah, their their rotation is improved from what's, uh, assuming they all stay healthy, uh, their opening day 2019 rotation will be stronger than their opening day 2018.
1: One last thing from me on the rotation here. Uh, Mm -hmm. CC Sabathia, do you expect him to finished 2019 in the rotation, does he have enough gas left in the tank where he's still pitching, especially if the Yankees are playing meaningful games in September?
0: I do, yeah. I mean, CeCe Sabathia, well, obviously the, the last game against the Red Sox didn't go well, but I, I excuse me, I actually uh, put more of the blame on, that on Aaron Boone for not getting him out of there, sooner. I agree. Uh, but CeCe C. Sabathia had a very solid year for the Yankees, and he's been very good now for the last three years. After that three-year blue period, if you will, 2013 through 15, which really was not good. He really obviously rehabilitated, turned around his career, and now he's saying this is it. Even if CC gives the Yankees 100 innings of the quality that he he had uh, in 2018, he's worth the money.
2: Ken, we say it all the time. It's not even what he does on the field. It's his veteran presence in the clubhouse. And people talk about CC Sabathia like he was some bum last year. I can't even think of a fifth starter on any other team that did what he did last season coming into this year.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the one team that comes to mind I'm just trying to think of the Mets, you know, with DeGrom, <laughs> uh, Syndergaard, Mats, Will, or Vargas. No, I mean, CeCe was better than Vargas. So yeah, I don't want to waste too much of our time. <laughs> I think like many thing, of them were better. I, than Marcus. I, 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 I think that's a great point. Yeah, I mean, if she, look, CC probably if you if you draw off the Yankees 2019, uh, I think it's pretty clear you don't draw them up starting a playoff game, right? You have uh, you have uh, Severino, Paxton, uh, Happ, and Tanaka in some order, and then CC's your long man. Uh, but uh, you know, if you're talking about the grind of 162 games and having CC making. 20 to 25 starts. I think that makes you a better team.
2: Ken, one last question. We'll let you get off here. Uh, Going into the last two seasons, I'd say the most confident aspect as fans, as, as anyone looking closely at this team, the most confident department was the bullpen still very strong, but we do have a few holes there. Where do you see the Yankees looking to, to fill those holes and to kind of solidify the bullpen?
0: Uh, yeah, in the bullpen, the, the, uh, progression of the market to me has been very interesting. It's been very slow, the bullpen market. Uh, Mets signed Familia, Dodgers signed Joe Kelly, but really the big names are still out there. Kimbrell, Robertson, Britton, Adovino, and I didn't think he's wound up with with two top five guys. Uh, Let's let's say Adovino and possibly even Britton Uh, unless they go crazy on Manny, Machado, and then they have fewer dollars to spend on their bullpen, but I Ultimately, I think, uh, yeah, 53% chance the Yankees don't sign Manny, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, So I I think it's likely they sign two top-five bullpen guys. With the idea also that Robles Chapman could opt out after next season.
1: That's an excellent point that I don't think a lot of fans uh, really think about, that, you know, Britton says he wants closer money, and the Yankees could give it to him as insurance that uh, Chapman does opt out. And I don't. I don't know how you feel, but I personally don't think we saw the best of Zach Britton last year that I think he was still trying to work his way back from uh, all the injuries that held him back the last couple seasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, specifically the uh, Achilles injury uh, that cost him the first half of the 2000, virtually the first half of the 2018 season. Yeah, that first month uh, with the Yankees was just him working through. You know, it was a, like an extended spring training. But what you saw in September... We saw how good this guy can be, and uh, I would pay him closer money uh, just to give you that coverage if Chapman knocks out. If Chapman doesn't knock out, he would have an even better bulk.
1: Well, Ken, we want to thank you very much for spending a few minutes with us here uh, so close to the Christmas holiday. Uh, you can find Ken on Twitter, at Ken David. He writes for the New York Post, so you can uh, pick up the post and read his columns on the New York Yankees. Uh, Ken, thanks for joining us, and have a very happy holiday. Thanks, Ken.
0: Happy holidays, guys.
1: All right, so uh, Ken was nice enough to join us there for a few minutes. Uh, sure, he's a busy guy with Christmas coming up. What you know? What do you got planned coming up here? a Couple of days before Christmas. Let me tell you, something. you want to know what I have planned?
2: Um, right when we get done here, little Christmas shopping. That's what kind of a procrastinator I am. And then after that, I don't know. I'm going to play it by ear. Maybe a little Home Depot, Bed Bath Beyond. I don't know if I have time. Can you give me a Home Depot gift card while you're at Home Depot? Do you Depot? need
1: one? I actually do. What do you need a Home Depot gift card for? Uh, Are you building me something? Uh no. My sister and her husband just bought a house, so I'm going to get them a Home Depot gift card for Christmas. So
2: I'm going to give it to you and you're going to then give it to them. You're uh, not I'm going to get you a gift card to Home Depot and then you're going to gift it to them. Is that what you're telling he's me? He's going to buy something with it. No, that he gift just card. said I'm going to give them a, a Home Depot gift card.
1: Why can he not file this? You're going to Home Depot. Get me the gift card so I don't have to go to Home Depot. What
2: I'm saying is I'll get you a Home Depot gift card for Christmas. But then you're gonna then take that gift card and just give it to them. No, you can just give
1: you can give me the gift card and I will give you money for it. Uh, I don't understand why this is yeah, so hard yeah, for you to I understand. I thought you wanted yeah, me to
2: gift it to you. I, no, right. it will be so a, then you could then re-gift it, will be it to a someone gift.
1: else. I mean if that's the route you wanna go, if you wanna I hand would be prefer a free. That. I'd prefer that I will I'll re gift something in my sister. I'd, I don't prefer, care. That. I don't I'd care. prefer that. I'd prefer that, yeah. Oh man. I you know what? That's, I'll tell you this. I miss. That's a shitty brotherly thing to do. Whatever. I miss not living with my sister at Christmas time. My, really? My sister uh, is an amazing baker. Uh, amazing. So um, that's
2: the only reason why you miss it. It's not like the family aspect of it, nah, it's I just that she's an amazing baker. Because
1: honestly, we haven't seen each other regularly probably since she started college, which was. Uh, Fifteen years ago. Now, do you, need, do you, you want to talk about it? Or I'll, like make you, it, you, you I'll wanna, bake
3: you some cookies.
1: If are you sad? I'm telling you right now, that Ryan. Make no, you, feel you can't. No, because what it, kind here's of a crazy. You want here's the bake. crazy thing about my sister. Right, if she turned sideways, you wouldn't be able to see her. She's skinny as a rail. But oh, cook, cookies, cakes, anything. I don't even think she had a piece of, of wedding cake at her own wedding. That's how crazy uh, she is. But she can bake them. Bake them. Won't eat them, but bake them. My favorite is she makes these. Um, Peanut butter cookies. Oh, mm-hmm. I love peanut butter. Cookies. And she puts With a the Reese's, Reese's on top cup oh, in the middle. Oh my God! And when they come, here's what here's. She'll always make, even though after we've been married, moved out of the house, and everything, she'll always make them for me, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not the same after because I don't see her for two or three days after she, right. until she cooks them. Not I'm the glad same. you're getting this. They, off they your gotta chest. come out fresh, fresh right. out of the oven when right. the chocolate's a little oh, melting, God, the peanut damn, butter's warm. Man. I'm glad you're getting this
2: off your chest. I could tell it was bothering you. For I a want long time. these cookies. You wanted me to tell you something about my brother. Since we're talking about siblings. Sure. Never cooked me a, a thing in his life. Never
1: baked anything flies, for me. Chris. What do you, what you have to yeah, say he,
2: about your brother? He, that uh,
3: He's a terrible
1: brother for just
3: saying <laughs> I don't bake cookies for him.
1: <laughs> I don't miss my sister from December 20th. That's the Christian I through, love. There he is. or From January 1st to like December 20th. I don't miss her at all. But December twenty first, December twenty first, when when it's cookie time, I'm let's like, her, let's where where let's is get her my on the sister? horn real quick? I want you to tell her that you, and, that you miss her and love. Her. No, because I don't ever want her to know that side of me. And ever. tell her that I would like some of those peanut it's butter guy and fresh, though. That guy Rye. Tell her to make a batch special for MIYST. No, yeah. if she makes a whole batch, you're not you won't see one cookie. That's. It's messed up. Uh, we well, go eat the donuts that I brought. I don't like donuts. Well, that's too bad because that's all you're getting. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so, what are the Yankees getting if they? And this is something I asked earlier, right? Ken wrote an article. He seems he seems to make it seem like if the Yankees are going to spend this type of money, it should be on Bryce Harper. Um, if for whatever reason that the Yankees don't sign. Machado, and the reports are true that Cashman's not interested in Harper, does he then feel the need to still make that splash and change his opinion on Bryce Harper? Uh, funny you brought that up because I actually meant to ask you the same
2: question. It popped into my head before, and I got sidetracked as normal. Um, I don't know. I I would hope he would at least revisit that that option and at least see what it would take and then go from there because you got to imagine at this point i mean we're talking beginning beginning of the off season Harper was offered a $300 million deal, and that wasn't good enough for him. But now, if the Nationals turn, turn around in a few weeks and offer him the same deal, he's probably taking it. Nah, I, I'm telling you right now, if he's going to end up anywhere, I think it's going to be with the Nationals, and I think it's going to be that $300 million they deal. They would
1: have to come up from that. I think, personally, this is just, just out of spe- respect. speculating here, is that part of it, maybe he wants change of scenery. And if he already said no to 300, he can't go back to 300 from them. He's got right, so a great so out
2: of like a respect of like just his
1: personal you know appearance and It could be a prize his thing. value. and there was no opt-outs in that contract. They would have to in the contract that he was offered, there was no opt- outs. so maybe they so spice you know, it up a little. So you know all these long-term contracts have right. opt out clauses. So
2: maybe there. they maybe they spice it up a little, but offer him the same money, and then he can say, once they added that, I was ready to go. Instead of, hey, I waited around and no one offered me
1: anything else, and now I'm back in Washington. If he's sitting there late January where he hasn't gotten a contract that he likes, he's going to be a Yankee because the Yankees are just going to swoop right in. That's assuming they don't get Machado. Or are you you saying even with? Screw it. If Bryce Harper's sitting there in late January and he's unhappy with anything, Brian Cashman's going to make a phone call and be like, look, I I got some money. I I can spend a little money here. There's
2: actually still a little part of me, and I think it's just the fan in me. uh, Other than, you know, not so much of actual realistic thought. Um, Because they didn't sign Corbin, there's still a part of me that thinks that Cashman's going to shock the world and get both Machado and Harper this year. But that's not going to happen. It's not. But I want to believe it will.
1: See, I think that cash. I think Harper is much more of a need for the Yankees. You can't sell me on Brett Gardner for 140 games. You can't sell me on Clint Frazier's health. You can't sell me that Jacoby Ellsbury will ever make it up north this year because I'm sure even this is what's going to happen with Jacoby Ellsbury. Tell me if I'm if I'm incorrect here, right? He's going to play the entire spring training schedule. The (laughs) day before the Yankees are set to break camp, he's going to pull a hamstring. Yes, guaranteed he's going to pull a hamstring and Boone's going to be like, well, you know, the last grounder there, you didn't see, he, he was, you didn't see it. You didn't see it guys. And then I'll tell he'll you be due
3: to come back the last week of April and he'll tweak his calf. I'll tell you what, if Jacoby
2: Ellsbury, just, just to make it a little bit better for you guys, for our fans out there, listeners, followers, whatever, just to make it a little bit better. If Jacoby Ellsbury's on this opening day roster, I promise you, if he is, I will get a tattoo of our logo anywhere you want that's appropriate for video cuz I want it to be filmed and put on Twitter. I want it
3: right underneath your other
2: tattoo. Oh my god, that's the worst. No,
3: you can show your ass.
2: I'll show a little ass. You can
1: do I a butt- shave. I got to shave. You can do a though. butt cheek.
2: I'll do a little top butt cheek if you want.
1: I don't want. To I will get like, I think that's the most- I will
2: get our logo, the M-I-Y-S-T, you know, logo yeah. that we use. I will get that Tattooed on me if Jacoby Ellsbury is on the opening day roster witness, for the New York Yankees. Witness, wow. You, wow, just on the opening day just roster. Just on the dude? opening day roster. You sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deal. I'm ready. Deal. <laughs> okay. That's it. your ass. Stupid deal, bro.
1: That why are you going right for the ass? Because are you an ass man? No. I'm, hmm. First of all, let's not get into that, but. You you want to make it something that will sh- kind of I don't know, shame is the right word, or you know, make it a real bet, like on your arm, you know, anywhere. That's that's I, but- I want people who listen
2: to us and follow us to be like if they wake up on opening day and Jacoby Ellsbury's on the roster, like on I'm talking twenty five man has to be either in the dugout wow. or playing. I want them to be like, Oh my god, but wait, this is still a great day because now Chris is gonna have to get a tattoo on his ass. <laughs>
3: All right, It's your ass.
1: It's your like I said, it's your exactly true. It's, right?
3: it's your butt. All right. Maybe Ellsbury will have like the reverse Greg Bird season, where like last year we thought Bird was gonna be awesome and be a major presence in the lineup. Mm-hmm. This year we just totally see zero maybe potential in Ellsbury. Who knows? Maybe he uh, hits three hundred.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. Greg Bird. Bird. Bad. The only way Ellsbury
1: hits three hundred next year is if he has ten at bats and he has three hits. That's yeah. ten more at bats than I honestly <laughs> want to see him, him happen, having next year. All right, last thing, real quick, uh, Didi Didi Gregorius. He's feeling good. You know, we asked Ken about it. What you know, the Yankees' plans are for him long term. You know, he reiterated what Cashman already said that you know, it's somebody like to lock up and. That's why I got to personally believe, and you can tell me maybe if I'm being off base here, that he is in the Yankees' plans long term because with the injury, you don't know when he's coming back. He couldn't hopefully only miss 2 months he could also miss 4 months you know how long was Aaron Judge supposed to be out last year like how a, long did like Aaron three Judge days wind up he was up? gone for 6 months it felt like right so you don't know you don't know how he's going to rehab and feel when sure, he comes back
2: especially with that kind of surgery
1: and this is the last year of his arbitration the Yankees could have easily non-tendered him which would have closed the book on him but they didn't they're offering him a contract this year which to me shows that this is somebody they want beyond 2019 I agree with you because of who it is, but I
2: don't necessarily think I agree with you that it shows they respect him and want him here, but I can't necessarily sit here and say just because they tendered his contract, that means they want him long-term. I think all it means right now is that they're not going to let a guy like Dee, who came here and filled Derek Jeter's shoes almost effortlessly became a fan favorite who everyone loves. They're not going to let a guy like that, you know, just walk by non tendering him and end his his run here with the New
1: York Yankees in that way. I just, well, if he's going to be out till August, you can easily do it because how are you going to justify giving him the raise that he's going to deserve in arbitration for him to play for you for two months? It's not necessarily the realistic aspect
2: of it that you have to look at where, yeah, that could have been very easily done and you could have washed your hands of it. It's a matter of who it is. And you're just not going to do that to a person. The Yankees aren't going to do that to a guy who who has done what he's done here for the last,
1: you know, what what has it been four years? Yeah, but if he's not going to play this year, he's only going to give you a twenty percent of the season. does What are matter. you going to pay he, the guy fifteen? It doesn't million matter. He's for earned it. that. That's
2: that's uh, that's where he has earned you know
1: that. what the guys have earned things. Like Guardy's earned this last tour with the Yankees. C.C.'s earned it. Because they're going to be there at the beginning of the season to give you hopefully whatever it is you want out of them, but you're looking at a guy that was arbitration eligible, and he might only play 40 games this year. You don't know. You can't give me a def- nobody can give you a definitive answer what he's well, going to no, play this year. No. So to keep you know this guy's going to what do he make eight million dollars last year for the type of player that he's in arbitration? He's going to get what 12, 13, 15 million dollars yeah, next but- year. You're going to pay that
2: for 40 games? Here's another reason why you're going to do it right now. Because we're talking, and at least me in my head, I'm saying all this like Manny Machado's a Yankee. What if you don't get Manny Machado? And then what? You're just not going to... You weren't going to tender Didi Gregorius just because he's only going to be here for two months? Well, at
1: that point, guess what? There's no way that Manny Machado now becomes a need for the Yankees and the way they approach signing him in free agency changes. I don't know that. I think
2: that they did this with Didi out of respect and out of the out of being secured that they have this guy if they don't sign Machado. But now that they did that with Didi, now if you don't get Machado, you just turn around and you extend Didi. Whether you're going to do it or not, you're definitely going to do it if you don't get Machado. And that's it. you said it yourself. They don't need Machado. But if you get him... Didi might be that odd man out after this season. I can't. I don't see it. I don't either. I see it
1: still being Andujar. Poor Miguel Andujar. The guy came up here and he literally carried the the Yankees for most of the season last year. and led the team. You know, it's Christmas. Can't you be nicer to Miguel Andujar? Yeah, that's got to be rough. Huh, Chris? Especially it's Christmas. You can't be nicer to Miguel Andujar. I, I you are the Grinch. You I are the, love Miguel. No, you Andujar. don't. You want to trade him? No, no I don't want to trade. You him. You want to trade him? Everybody, everybody I don't, don't want to trade. He said, him, said it right, but he, he, said said it. It, that,
2: he said it every day. Right. But yeah. right. I'm not going to sit here and not and Man, be upset if he nog gets traded for a big starting pitcher. That's all. That doesn't really exist right now. Could. Still
1: hearing Kluber is actually uh, being thrown mm-hmm. around. Yeah, to all National League teams. I think that that is really sailed on the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's I wouldn't all be, be so Leagues. sure on that.
2: That's, that's the kind of move that if Machado's a Yankee by the end of this week, next week, whatever, that you could see Cashman
1: swooping in and then landing Corey Kluber. Okay. So if the Indians want to make it to the postseason next year, which is still their plan, why are they trading Corey Kluber to the Yankees? uh, I don't know. uh, Do you uh, think they want to see Corey Kluber on the Yankees and face him in the American League Division Series? They don't make very wise decisions, in my opinion. Anyway,
2: so how do I know? Corey Kluber. Yeah, it sounds like Uh a that sounds like an Indians move to me. What? Doing that what you just said. <laughs> I think the Indians have made think, some great moves. Yeah, in I think the they did a good decade. job in the off season. Didn't you just rip them the other day?
3: No, I commended them. Oh. I said that they made some great moves this oh, off season. Sorry. And they have they made arguably the best contract of the last six years with Jose Ramirez. You think? Yeah, that's that, dude. That contract is ridiculous. That and the the Salvador Perez Kansas City Royals contract, but this one trumps that. Real quick, who was the
2: guy that we were shocked was in the minor leagues last year? Uh, Eric Vaughn. No. Parker Bridwell? No. Who was the guy that had an amazing 2017 and then he spent some of the time last year? No, a position player. Oh, all right. On the Indians. Was it Carlos? What's his no. name, man? I don't Carl know. Where he, oh, I don't know. God. Where going it was the same time Tyler uh, Aquin. Oh, it was, sorry. It was the Twins. What was that Who was that guy? Uh, Miguel Sano. No, yeah. not Sano. Yes, it was well, him. That, they that called
1: Sano the, up. They well, ha- spent a lot of time in the minor leagues
2: last year. Just forget it. Buxton? Byron Buxton? No, it was a big name that you would have been shocked got sent down. Yeah, Miguel Sano. No, that it was, was
3: a, the shock in
2: Minnesota. That, that at least. was whatever. I mean, that's the guy I
3: don't you're know, thinking man. Of. I whatever. I, okay, I don't know. I don't,
1: Why are you even here? Because first of, you did your last show on Friday. Like you're done. You're done for I the whole year.
3: I said that was my last show ever. Fine. I I'll, no, I'll just leave. No,
0: I thought Francesca stepped in. Oh, you're talking to my. Right. Yeah, no. I'm going on the break. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, Cabo. I like spending uh, Christmas in warm weather. Okay, me and Mink, Me and Minko. I get to come? I get to come to Cabo with you, boss? Okay. Yes.
2: <laughs> you are right, Miguel Sano. Yeah. I was thinking of the guy the Nationals called up. I thought that's who you Parker. were saying. Parker. No, forget <laughs> Parker Bridwell out of your mind. Who, Soto? Soto, that's who oh, I thought you guys were saying. Soto. Yes. So no. So no. Wow, and they sent him he sent his ass all the way down uh, to single A. Single A Paul. Yeah. Striking yeah, out too much. Good job getting those two mixed up. Yeah. Sorry. It's getting late. I got a Christmas shop.
1: Really? You're going out now? Yes.
2: You gotta go to Target? Yeah. It's gonna be miserable. Okay. Miserable.
1: Uh, All right. Well, uh, speaking of Christmas, this will be our last episode before Christmas. So we want to extend, if you celebrate Christmas, a very Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank you for your support throughout the year. Uh, the only way we will record again before Christmas is if Manny Machado signs with the Yankees uh, before Sunday. Okay.
2: Deal. What if he signs on Christmas? We're doing it. Christmas pod. We, it. Uh, we can
1: record on Wednesday. I think it can wait. It's Christmas. What, about, I'll what record. about this? What about like one in the morning after all family
2: outings are done, we get it done and get it out hot and fresh for Wednesday morning?
1: We'll talk about it. Or
2: we could just record it now.
3: We got two is shows. So true. We now no one will Manny. ever know. We could do three. We could do one for him going to the Phillies, the White Sox, <laughs> the Yankees. We're that smart. We should start doing that. <laughs> yeah. We break news stories like that. We said it three days before it even <laughs> happened, people. Okay. We
1: reported it first. Okay. We did our show about Manny Machado signing with the Yankees five days before it happened. <laughs> news cred to MIYST. <laughs> Catching up on my cred. Here. All right, so we will be back. I well, you say, you know, barring anything crazy, we'll be back midweek next week after the Christmas holiday. Uh, we'll catch up on what's going on. We'll see uh, how Chris ruined Christmas for everybody because he's the Grinch, but not like, but not like the good Grinch where like he becomes the the hero of Christmas at the end of the movie, uh-huh. where like he's just he gives all the gifts back. Yeah, but like right. where he just is like, I'm the Grinch. I'm not turning fa- baby face. I'm just going to stay a heel the whole time. Maybe I will. Maybe. maybe you, what do you mean maybe? I think it's a foregone conclusion.
2: It's funny because I've been extra joyful this episode and trying to sh- kill you with kindness. And you just continue to try and put Because I down. see through the facade. So, so I it see... shows
1: everybody your true personality. I have my glasses today, so I I see better. I can well, see through the facade. maybe they should be rose-colored. Okay, they should be green like a Christmas tree mm. and the Grinch. Remember the episode of How I Met Your Mother where they? What word do you think? Are they you were, being an asshole right now?
2: <laughs> I just told you I got to go Christmas shopping, and you just continue to go.
1: Oh, well, you know it's our last episode before Christmas. So
2: you're gonna miss me, huh? You're gonna miss me is what you're telling me.
1: No, I, well, a week away from you is the best present I could ever have. That's really nice. All right, so. Chris wants to go Christmas shop. I'm, I'm sure he's going to find great presents at Target right now. I know I'm going to buy you at Target. A pile of shit. That's what I'm going to buy you. Uh, you know what? I'm taking my donuts home with me. Good. You know what? When I when your kids see me leave with the donuts and say, blame your father for being a dick. Good. All right?
2: That's great. Teach my son. He's just starting to say all his words. Yeah. It's really great. Well,
1: leave him alone with me for an hour. Daddy, dick. That's great. hmm Okay. Uh-huh. Uh okay. All right. So we'll be back after Christmas. We want to again extend uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. If you are a uh, non-Christmas person, if you have other beliefs, well, just I'm sure you probably won't be working Tuesday, so just enjoy, enjoy nice, it, baby. Enjoy a nice day so off. Soak it in. Um, if you want to give NYY Sports Talk a Christmas present, you can go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. I like that.
3: Or you can just buy me something. Wow, greedy!
1: Well, greedy, I,
2: putting yourself first. Why don't you just yeah. buy? Why not you buy I your brother greedy. a nice present this year? I know what I'm going to get him. You were really, you were really mean to him. I know what I'm going to get him. Yeah, like actually, both of you
3: were really mean to me today. And uh, well, he, I'm I still mad about, about the about the train spot when he was telling you not it's to help me so. yeah, you guys got to just get over that. I'm a
1: different person when I am on a train. <laughs> that train changed you, Ryan. It changed who it really I really did. All right. So thank you for listening to episode 92 of the NYY Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, Chris, even though you are the Grinch, Merry Christmas. Uh, Ryan. You too, guys. uh, Ryan, you know, we'll see how things go, how I'm feeling after the holiday. Maybe maybe you will have to go back to the kids' table. You we'll set up,
3: set up another table. I'll, s- I'll gladly sit by myself in a corner. But,
1: Ryan, have a Merry Christmas. You too, Christian. And uh, everybody out there, have a very Merry Christmas. And uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. And, uh, Stat Guy Ryan, your parting words? Go, Yanks. Chris! Ho, ho, ho! Say goodbye. Burn!